0: like what's what's
1: the whole idea you, you, you explained it pretty well there and i suppose the name kind of gives it away a bit where i'm focusing my um my attention on so i suppose i, I share lots of gym work uh, nutrition work and as much uh, skills work as possible i know this time of year it's hard to get out and uh, get a bit of skills work going out there i started the page um back in 2019 and I, at the time i'd have broken a hand i was working in a chemistry lab at the time And I wasn't able to do uh, the work in the lab. So I was was at the desk and I was bored off me of my mind altogether. And I was was doing, I had the PT cert. I kind of got in the background and I never really did anything with it. I just kind of got it because it was an interest in mine. And I said, look, let's get it there and we'll see what happens from it. And then the, the, I was working away and I was, as I saying, I was bored out of my brain. So I was like, I'll just set up this page because uh, I was able to work, in the area, work out in the gym. I was able to use attachments and stuff that wasn't aggravating my hand. I was able to do my pitch work. I was eating this way anyway. So I was doing all the training and I was doing all this stuff anyway. So I said, look, I'll, I'll just document it online. Uh, and look, if if, if someone takes it, uh, something from it, all well and good. If I get slagged and, you know, um, I, I'm, I can just delete it <laughs> and pretend it never happened and I can... Um, Go back, go back to my day job. So it, it, it got pretty well uh, traction at the start. Just put up my workouts and uh, you get a couple of questions about well, what exercises are good for hamstrings or what do you do on the pitch. And this, we get more ideas then, and you kind of just document it. And then after a while, then uh, the more common questions will come up. You kind of say, right, I'll do another post on this. And I didn't talk on my page, I'd say, for I'd say, a year and a half. I was always I was always in stories or longer even. It was I in 2020, early 2020, I started talking, maybe mid-2020. So it was about a year and a half or, or, or longer where I didn't talk on the page at all. Uh, it was just, I do posts. I I'd, I'd put music over the workouts and uh, I just put, put stuff up. And I remember I was absolutely terrified about talking. I'd be afraid that someone make fun of you. But once you start engaging with people and doing Q&As and stuff, and that's where you can kind of elaborate a little bit more because it's awful hard to kind of write a big, long post because you know people are going to read two sentences and get and get bored of that. So you want to give as much information as possible while also making it somewhat not quite entertaining as such, but you want to make it a case that like someone's going to watch this minute long video. It's not a case that I'm hemming and hawing and, uh, not know what i'm saying it's like i want to get the, the point across i want to make sure that people understand what i'm trying to say and what i'm trying to do and it's it, easy that someone can watch that video and say right there's a workout i can do on the pitch, or there's a workout i can do in the gym this is what it's going to target uh, or this is a, a pitch session or a skills work like, like me and my buddy can go down to the pitch here i'm going to start the next position you're going to stand in why i'm going to give him go a hand pass at you and pop it over the bar and they know it's simple as that uh, i suppose a long-winded answer uh, so it's it's good to you know give as much information out there. And I was thinking when I was a young lad, like I'm I'm twenty and twenty nine now in March. When I was you know sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, there wasn't as much uh, content available online. Like it's especially in GAA, like there, the gym work was always kind of there, but it's more so bodybuilding and stuff. It was very little strength conditioning work out there that accessible. Like if you weren't looking for it, you'd find it all right, but. In the terms of YouTube, like there was no big YouTubers. Like I used to be watching Ronnie Coleman and Mike Rasheed and CT <laughs> Fletcher and all these lads. Like they're not going to tell you how to kick a ball over the bar. So I suppose like if I, I was thinking of like when I was a young lad I would have loved you know uh, to see someone in GAA circle and there's so many out there now not just myself there's so many great coaches out there now especially in GAA showing what documenting what they're doing alongside giving information and I think that documenting what you're doing is really important as well because if you're a coach and you're constantly just telling people what to do and you don't show what you're doing yourself it's very hard to believe that person and same for you know a fat loss coach a weight loss coach a, a, a cook a cooking book or a cooking instruction book whatever the case may be if someone's just you here here's a recipe you do x y and z but if you don't see them actually doing it or they don't give other uh instruction videos like oh well, here's a you know something i made myself that's not in a cookbook but you know or a fat loss guide or something like that like, oh, like i'm actually currently following this myself it's very hard to kind of buy into someone if they're not doing it themselves so it's, it's good uh, from my point of view anyway document what i'm doing myself for my season for my own training and also giving tips and stuff for either beginners intermediate advanced trainers or how many days a week you can go to the gym and i'll just kind of give somewhat value uh, and obviously then uh, we're not we're not beat around the bush then I'm um, an online trainer and the end goal then is to get people to come into my coaching. Again if they're still unsure and have questions that's where you put the content out there that look I'm giving this content this is a more generic based version of it. But if you have specific goals in mind you know then we can talk and we can uh, we can you know really work towards your goals and if you can come on board with coach and then so I suppose the long long winded answer there for you. Very good. You've answered about five questions I had there so you,
0: <laughs> it's not often you do see GA coaches as you said you're a GA coach you go down to the pitch and you take a team or something but online you don't see that many one-to-one that's one thing I thought was unique do you is that part of like a package that you would provide would you be in contact one-to-one with people being like I don't know someone from one club says I want GA coaching would you do it online
1: no, so I don't coach teams. Uh, I don't take like training sessions. I'm more on the condition and strength side of stuff. So, I any skills work I do online, it's it's just me doing it. Like I just I, generic, I just giving advice yeah, to people. It, it, it's because I, I live away from home. So midweek, myself and my housemate, we're both in the same club. We go down to the pitch uh, midweek and do our own training sessions. So I know there's a lot of people in that position. And, you know, it's, it's very easy for club members to say, look, go out and get involved with a team over there in Galway or Dublin or wherever you're based. And like it's, it's not always that simple. Like Because, again, especially in town teams and that, there's so many clubs. And like if you're wanting to train at the highest level possible, for argument's sake, you want to train with a senior team. Like a lot of senior teams won't take outsiders in if they're not going to help the club if they're only going to be there to train and better themselves you no, know, it's it's kind of a again it's, it's manager dependent and it's team dependent and like, if you're getting in with the team that's fine like we trained over here with Saul Till and the car last year and uh, John and Matney was a coach and everything was fine we were allowed to go in and train and everything like that but he pulled us aside there was four of us uh, myself and Houseman and two the guys from different clubs and he like they said look we have standards that we're keeping at this team if you're not able to keep up to those standards we're going to ask, ask you to step away and that's 100% fine I get that that's Perfectly fine, like. But if you're someone who's quite anxious or like has a bit of anxiety going in with new teams, like you're comfortable in your own team, you know you're not going to play for these lads. That could put someone off wanting to train with a team. So we do a lot of work on our own. We're down at the pitch. We like we train hard. Like it might look like we're down kicking shots there for an hour on Instagram, but like we 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 do train hard. We do drills as well. We try and involve as much ball work as possible because again that's the bread and butter of the game the skills like running will only get you so far so we try and incorporate as much ball work as possible so that's why i'm putting these drills online because i know for a fact that there is people out there who are away from home training don't want to get in with clubs, or just maybe the timing doesn't suit. They might work shift work or working in a factory. It's like them lads train at eight o'clock on a Tuesday, and I'm only starting work at six because I work six to twelve at night, or whatever the case may be. And I was like, All right, here's work you can do on your own with your buddy. You know, if you're three or four lads you know from uh, from work or from college, right, wherever the case may be, go down to your own bag of balls. Here's the sessions you can do. So I don't do uh, team sessions as a coach or such. Yes, possibly. Yeah. Do you have
0: any plans to? Would you ever think of getting in with a team, or is that any I'm sure goal?
1: Yeah, I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. But I'm still playing myself at the moment and doing the online uh, PT and doing the class, and circuits and everything like that. I just don't think I'd have the time to commit to another team in that capacity at the moment. Um, down the line, i say I'd be very surprised if I don't, that yes. kind of way. Um and I, I think I'm enjoying myself at the moment. I don't want to get, I, I know that, look, there's only so much stuff you can do yourself and you need to have that break away from it. Like if I'm doing my own training, I've been doing classes of my online athletes and I'm working with a team in an s capacity, if I'm adding another coaching element onto that, something's going to give. Like I have to I keep my relationships going as well. Um, so there's only so much you can do. At the moment, it's not something that I'd be looking at this year, definitely not, uh, but down the line. 100%, I think I'd be very surprised if I don't do it. But as long as I'm still playing, I want to give my 100, 100% to the club. <laughs> I know that's such a cliche thing to say. <laughs> when you're playing, like I want to make sure that's my number one priority uh, is uh, looking after myself, mental health, physical health. and you know, My training and my club is, is number one. Then business side of things and work will come after that. And obviously I'll give as, as best I can, uh, provide as much in, information as online as I can. And if I'm working with someone who's you know paying me to work for them, I'm giving them you know the best quality 100%. training. Training as a candle as well. You talked
0: about um how you're documenting your journey. That's the as you said, that's the part I find most interesting when I watch the content. You say, like, uh, you know, I had a game this whatever last week, and blah blah blah, and you're going through your siege and how you're getting on. Does that add a lot of pressure now that you're putting out content and you're telling people what to do when you're going training? Do you feel that pressure, let's say, when you're performing for club? That uh, you have to play well, or you might have in your head saying, Well, that fella shouldn't be putting out content if he's not scoring one three every game, you know. Uh,
1: no, uh, I would have always put a. Uh, I, when I was younger, I would have put a lot of pressure on myself, regardless. Um, like I would have been playing underage development panels for for a Scam like up to minors. I Got dropped twice from minor panel. So I and I think I, I've talked about this recently as well. I think there's a fine line uh, between holding yourself to a high standard, and putting too much pressure on yourself. And I've been victim myself a lot when I was younger, putting too much pressure on myself. Like when we were underage, we were like division three in Roscommon. Like we were our team, like we we're a rural club, we would have low numbers, quality wouldn't have been fantastic. So we would have been, you know, we would have lost games by a lot, but I would have scored quite a bit. Like we could lose by, you know, twenty points, but I could still be scoring eight or nine or you know, four or five or you know, some some mental score lines. But we could lose like five twenty eight to <laughs> six four or six eight. Roscommon so football good. for you. Yeah, those kind of score lines. So, like, I, I would have like had that kind of expectation on myself that I can always score this amount. Now, I never transferred over to county level, obviously, or I wouldn't have been getting dropped. But, um, obviously, when I'm playing at that higher level and playing in schools and stuff, doing good enough um, level of football, I would have held myself to a higher standard and I would have felt victim to putting too much pressure on myself uh, and the expectation I need to do this, I need to do that. And as I got a little bit older uh, and as I documented my stuff online, I'm not going out there, and I'm not saying online I'm the best player on the pitch, or I'm you know I'm scoring this amount of game. I'm going out there to better myself. Like I I've said it countless times. I'm the average club player. I'm not an intercounty player. Uh, I, that dream is, is gone. Like I just wasn't good enough. I did, I did the underdogs tried to do that, Transfer clubs to Leitrim and it's, it's in Carrick and Shannon, went on the underdogs, and, you know, I went, that was, as close as I got was, I played against Dublin, started that game, never got the call in, and that was kind of the realisation I was 24 at the time, right, that's, I think, uh, if you're not making county panels by 24, it's, it, I, I think it, it's safe to say it's, it's probably not going to happen, and that's not putting anyone down, that's mm-hmm. not putting myself down, if you have no experience from under twenties been yes. involved in league panels, been involved in the FBD or whatever the case may be. If you have no experience at all, after 24, 25, it, it, it might be time to, you know, re-evaluate Consider, yeah,
0: A lot of people say, you know, it's sometimes it's harder to get uh, dropped from panels than to get into it. And if your name isn't around the circuit at 24, 25, no matter how good you are playing a club, they might just say, ah, well, you know, it's just a good season, a random good season.
1: Absolutely. And like when I got to that stage, I was like, right, look, it, it it's not happening. It's not going to happen. I gave it, I gave my all. I, I did as best I could. And that's fine. Man. And I said, like, there's how many teams are there per country in, in the country and how many people are coming through the minor ranks every single year and how many positions are there on a panel per county? Like it's, it's a numbers game. Like that you always hear that with the, in America with, with the college students in NFL, and obviously that's on a grander scale. Like, Oh, there's only so many players and only, oh, only so many positions on county panels and not everyone is going to make it, even though everyone might want it. Uh, so once I kind of accepted that, like back then I would have had, if, if I had the page I have now back then, I would have been very apprehensive of playing games, thinking, "Oh, if I don't do this, I'm gonna, you know, I'm supposed to be the the guy online, or even, you know, even after the underdogs, I kind of was a little bit worried, like, oh, I was I was supposed to be the fella on telly, and now I'm, you know." And I was going, but like, once you realise it, in in the in the best way possible, no one really gives a shit about you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it's grand. Like, I, I, we played our current final this year, and a guy that um, used to work at my housemate, I, I met him before actually. Um, at this stage, I wouldn't mind. At this stage, they're hammering us about eight or nine points. Like, the game was over, and he, I think he kicked the seven points of the day. He's a great game, and he ran past me and he hit me a shoulder, and I was like, "Yeah, st- st- stick that up on your Instagram." And I was like, <laughs> I was dumbfounded. I had no response. I was like. Yeah, that's like one nil. You like you're you're hammering us. Like there was no need for a pull. Like I, I I I took it well I was like of course. that was that was a good one. That was one nil, one nil. You, i had no come back. I was like that's fuck, that was funny. Like that was funny. I enjoyed that one. Um, but like I I don't, I don't look at it that way at all. Like fucking everyone has their bad days on, on the pitch everyone has their good days. Uh, as long as like you're trying to improve and like I I've no problem. Like if I have a I have a bad game, I have a bad game. Like I missed a penalty before against our local rivals in a championship game. And I get all these second twelve and thirteen year olds DMing me saying, no, you're shite. You're commenting on videos, Oh yeah, the, the gym doesn't help you score penalties. And I was like, "Ah, oh, like to look at it. <laughs> Shut you up. There, like. <laughs> yeah. Like again, took you you might sit down for five, ten minutes, like, look at where are these coming from? Look at the you look at the page or even you t- the 12 the 12 year olds yeah. and if, they, if that's the people that are coming to you look okay, at that's fine I'm, I'm well able to to take a slag and anything like that like, there's been nothing no personal like attacks or no as comments. Like, why are you giving advice in your shite? like look i i know what how my year went and i know the advice i'm giving is good advice like i'm not going out there saying if you do this you're going to be the star player on your team like again it's, it's so many individual different things that you need to work on skills wise training wise nutrition wise sleep wise and look if one person takes something from a post i put up and one person listens to a podcast and is like, look at you, that was a good bit. I'll implement that one thing out of 20 things he said that might improve someone as a player. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, the, what whole, I'm
0: the whole point of the page is for positivity. Like, you know, and if you're sharing positivity and you think someone's getting out of that grand, if someone wants to take it and use it as a negative fuel and use it to rise up, that's their problem. That's their idea from the page. And I, I suppose you said you gave your best at the end of the year. You said you worked your hardest and sure. Like, what else can you do? You know what I mean? Just because a twelve or thirteen-year-old says you're <laughs> shy doesn't mean that you're shy. It means he's trying to raise you. Yeah. Uh, you talked about the underdogs. Um, give us a small bit of background about that. The whole experience. How did it develop you as a player, or even as a person? Was uh, you said you never got the call back, but you're probably better off for doing it.
1: Anyone who doesn't know what the underdogs is? It's a it's a group of players who've never played inter county championship level. Uh, they all get together as a team and they played against a counter team. Uh, now, on our on our team, I think there was three or four lads had played league level, so they played as a Longford, um, Longford, Kerry, uh, maybe maybe Sligo as well, or Galway and Sligo, or Longford. In or Can around, you remember in them, there. I,
0: What was it? 2018 was it?
1: 2018. No, yeah, yeah. Who was the Longford player? Major uh, Rabbit, Rabbit. No? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I I just sparked my head. I'd have known a couple of people that had played um, either 18, 19, whatever, but they all said it was a good experience.
1: Sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Nigel, a fantastic player, and then he got called in again afterwards. So anyway, we, we we don't do that. Like a lot of players now, like myself, what had no experience past minor level or underage level or no experience at all. But majority of players, in our year anyway, had somewhat experience either minor or under twenty one or had been in around you know junior team, county junior teams, or you know senior senior panels. So it's. It, it, Again, we, we go through camps and like a very brief synopsis. You go through the camps, people get dropped each 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 week, and then you you play. We played against Dublin in the end, and the experience like it, it brought me on massively because you're meeting so many different players at different stages of their careers. Well, there were some older lads who had you know they're they're thereabouts abouts county level. There's some younger lads you know just haven't got the call in yet, maybe who've, who've done done really well underage, and there's some lads around your same age as yourself. Where you know, maybe from lower divisions, and genuinely, it is they're taking this as their chance that they mightn't have got a look at it. You know, junior, or inter- maybe intermediate level at a push, there's not like getting the look at in championship games or you know, whatever their team may be, maybe it's at a lower level and they don't get looked at in that sense. Um, and like you, it brings you on as a challenge as well. Like, I think if you're going through your whole club career and you never really feel challenged at any stage for your position or you know like you're always just say intermediate. you're always intermediate you're never really pushing to win it but you're never really you know struggling to get relegated you're always around the mid and your place is safe you know that you know there's lads that might be better when you're on the team but there's also lads you know like well he's not going to take my place and if you look back at the end of your career and you're, you're like i never really you know got challenged at any stage like i was always middle of the road like what could have been i suppose is, is the biggest question so that's the that's what's biggest takeaway, as I said there, I did everything I possibly could. Like I was in the bottom three one of the weeks and that was a kick up the hole that I needed. I got two goals then in the game and I got, I got safe and end ended up starting to the next game. Then I got 1-1 against UCD and I started the game against Dublin then. Now we, we'll say nothing about the game. We got absolutely better out the gate after about five minutes. But you know, it's getting, getting yourself out there and, and taking the criticism on board and taking everything. Like we, Valerie Mulcahy, Ray Silk and Paul Galvin as coaches and the small little things that they may say to you, it like, stick, sticks with you and little drills and stuff, And like, I'm never going to get that experience of coaching, that kind of level of coaching again um, and stuff like that and like the, the crack we had, even more so off the cameras, Like this, the, the, we still have a group chat going out, Some, sometimes it might go a little bit silent for a while but you know, there's always a few lads still chatting away there and we had a reunion one of the years when they played against me, oh the following year, um, like it's hard to kind of Get thirty lads across the country to to meet up in, in a certain time and day, but like I'm so glad I did, and I know that I'm not sure if they're doing it again. I know they did the they did a football year, they did a hurling year, they did a ladies football, and uh, I'm not sure if, if they're still doing it. I think that the premise itself, I think, is really good, but I think the the level of difference from inter county to club level now compared to when they did it back in 03 and 04 is just astronomical. Definitely. Back in the day, and when they did it first, when Giaran he was on it. You know, that was a big one. They bet Kerry. I think the biggest difference between back then and and, um, uh, between club and, and county back then was probably a little bit of fitness whereas whereas now it's they you're talking professional athlete against amateur like the intercounty players now whether you want to admit it or not are professional athletes 100%. they train like them they prepare themselves like one and they're just not getting paid is the only thing if they got paid no no one would bat an eyelid say they're professional athletes but because they're not getting paid people will still claim that they're amateur they are as well prepared as professional athletes and if you're you know getting together for a group of lads meeting maybe once every two weeks and you can have, you have plans, if gym plans and that, and you're playing with your club and everything in between. Like you're talking, like you need a couple of months, maybe six months, to prepare that game. Training twi- in a, in a team setting where you're training twice a week, you're gyming twice or three times a week, and you're getting consistent training to even get close to that team. And we played, I'd say, a fifth or sixth string Dublin team. Like there was there was very few but Merchant playing uh, Johnny Cooper, jo- uh, Michael Fitzsimons, and three, and that was uh, the rest of them. I think we trying, maybe. One or two other had played league and the rest of them were trialists. So they weren't going out. They did not give a shite that we were on the telly. They were going out there to prove that they were good enough for Dublin. If they turned up with their All-Ireland winning team that won the All-Ireland a couple of weeks beforehand, we probably would have gone on better <laughs> because them lads wouldn't have gave a shite. They probably would have let you win a ball or two. I mean, like, oh, yeah, kick, kick a score there and you'd say you scored against me. Whereas these lads are absolutely raring to go to get that Dublin jersey. Um, I think something like 12 of the Dublin players who played against the underdogs were eligible to play for the underdogs. That's the kind of team we're playing Jesus. against and that's you know, that—that's th- the difference. Same though. thing happened
0: that- the next year against Mayo as well. Mayo yeah. I remember what, going up to watch it was in Miguel Park because uh, again the fellow I knew was playing on the underdogs and I remember looking at the Mayo team saying this is nearly most of the, their debuts and mm-hmm. first 10-15 minutes was tight enough and then just Mayo took off because yeah. as you said the level is just it's different gravy like uh, it's, it's power, it's,
1: speed, pace. It's it's not just a, a strength thing where like oh they're stronger. It's it's everything. It's absolutely everything. And like look uh, until you play against a player who's is playing an intercounty panel, you'll realise it. Or if you're playing something you know from your club, like it is. It, it's just everything. It's everything's quicker. It's their decision making, pass and kicking everything. Did anyone
0: um, that was on that year get in with a panel after?
1: Yeah. So uh, Nigel Rabbit got called into Longford, and I think he was on the bench for a Championship. Uh, Niall Canning. Got to call him Sligo, and I think I'm not sure he, he didn't go past the league, whether he left himself or just didn't make it. And and Cooney from Galway was in; he played against Dublin in the league in Crow Park, actually. And then he had to get so, shoulder surgery, and, and and he just didn't get back in after that. So the half forward line, starting half forward line, all got called in uh, to their to, into their counties for for training. That, right. that was that was it. Um, on the injury there, yeah. Uh, have you struggled
0: much with injuries throughout your career? I know you do a small bit of an issue recently, but would you have been genuinely or generally fit um, and injury-free or is that something that
1: affects you for your career? So when I was younger, I would have had a good bit of hamstring issues uh, just from not knowing what to do in the gym and just not doing enough speed work and just not focusing on them. So I would have had a bit of a, My second year in minors, the year I got dropped, I was had a bit of hamstring injuries there. And not saying that that's why I got dropped, but I, yeah, was back, I was coming back too soon because I was eager to get back and um i wasn't following the rehab plans correctly so it may possibly if i followed that rehab if i took an extra two weeks out instead of coming back two weeks early and, and then set myself up another four weeks out you know maybe looking back like if i just listened to the physio at that time and did the rehab plan properly it could have could have been a different story it might have been a better better condition but a few injuries that year then after i got dropped then I actually injured my knee again uh, so i would have had a, a couple of knee injuries over the years i did my cruciate in 2016 then as well um, but I went a good, solid five, six years without getting a, a muscular injury. So a couple of you know, comp or impact injuries like a sprained yeah. ankle. Look, nothing you can do about that. You come down, you sprain your ankle. It's fuck all we can do. And um, then the last year, then I tore my hamstring in the most innocuous way as well. I was doing a little inside the inside of the step kick pass, it's a little, little ten yard kick pass inside the step, in, in, in step of my foot and tore the hamstring and I was out for about eight weeks with that. And then I had an issue with my sciatic nerve, in my lower back. Again, it was my own doing just for uh, going too hard and too heavy in the gym after coming back from a, from a big break, and it was just my own fault for just trying to ego lift and look at that's my own. I loaned that one, like I made I made that mistake, and the nerve was kind of. I mean, I was, thank God it settled down once the season finished. All I needed was a couple of weeks rest, not running. I found anytime I was running on the pitch, it was just that impact of running would send send the the the, the shockwaves or flare it up. But other than that. Uh, once I understood the, what my body needed in the gym, what I needed to be doing, plyometrics wise, like I was very, very fortunate with injuries. There was only a couple of uh, impact injuries, and, you know, that was, there's not really much else you can do about those.
0: It's mad when you, when you kind of get the whole picture of what you do in terms of like you're training all the time, you're on Instagram, you're doing gym work. Like, as you said, your kind of dream for counties over, that's a serious motivation to do that for club
1: level. Like, is that your ultimate goal? Win a Connacht title with club? Uh, to be honest with you, it's just an improvement. Performance is, is the main goal. Obviously, winning, winning, you know, something with the club. Like we got to a county final this year, but because we we lost our county final actually, but because the, the other finalists we were we were in junior, the other finalists were our second team. So oh, a good. second team can represent the the county in, in French. So we went on as a last remaining first team. So it was. It was a funny one in the sense that, like, we we, we could have been Connacht kind of champions, but not even county champions. But it, it, it's funny when you look at it that way. So, obviously, the main goal is always as a club. And I think anyone who says their club isn't, doesn't want to win a championship is lying. That's the main goal. That's sure. what we play. You want to win championships. I want to get, uh, get, on, get on as best as you can. And I, I'm taking it as, as in a way that if I can make myself in the best condition I can and perform as best I can, that's my job to help the team. But also, and It's at a stage now for GAA, if you're not on some kind of strength condition and plan, you're behind. And that's not trying to sell plans. That's not trying to push coaching down people's throats. It's just it's the facts of life now that if you're not on some kind of plan, you're falling behind. If you're looking, this it falls down from inter-county level, down to club level, down to underage level. All these young minor lads coming through now in the last five or six years, it's just spread into them at probably 15, 16, that they're doing the gym work with their club, they're doing gym work with county level or developing panels. And by the time it comes to adult level, they just go to the gym because they know they need to do it. And if you're someone now in like mid-20s, coming in, into your early 30s, and it wasn't probably... In the, in the environment back when they were growing up at that stage and like, I've got on this far now without, without doing gym, why would I need it now? If you're, you know, in around a panel, you get your place some days, some days you don't get your place. And all of a sudden now there's three minors after coming through this year into your team and they're all flying fit they're eating right, they have nutrition on point, they're training correctly and they're in the same position as you. You know, if you're not doing anything on the off-season at all because you're just in this habit of, oh, it's the off seasons for drinking pints and eating burgers and I'll get fit from January. If they're doing the work, if they're also eating pints and drinking, or, eat, or sorry, uh, drinking pints and eating burgers, but they're training Monday to Friday then as well and they're doing the recovery set or whatever, whatever they're doing. It's just kind of a, I suppose, a, a culture thing now as well. You see in the gym, it's a lot of young lads do Like I have no problem with young lads in the gym as long as they're not taking the piss or you know five of them around one bench and they're all making fun of each other and running around the place and tripping over and you know, it makes people feel uncomfortable. It's a case that there's two or three lads there together. They're working in, they're working hard, working in between the sets and look everyone has, has a laugh and has a joke as well, but not at the expense of, you know, taking up too much space and time or annoying other people. That's fine. And, um, and I think it's just a culture thing. That's where they meet up. They all go to the gym, like the drink, drink the cans of Monster. You know, they all wear the the clothes, the the, the vests and stuff. And I, 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 I'm all for. It. Like I have I'm a gym bro at heart as well. Like so yeah. I'm all for seeing seeing going to the gym. But like I think it's a case if you're not doing it, you're falling behind. Uh, and I think that's just the way it is. You can agree with me or not, but hundred percent. Yeah, I'm just thinking back
0: to I'm not like I'm 26 myself, and even when I was let's say minor, I think like our minor management got one fella in one time to show us like how to do squats properly and sure like if you were fr- like, maybe there was one or two or three of us in the gym at the time you know what I mean yeah. the rest just wouldn't even thought about it you know especially not they might think about the gym to look better but they never thought about the gym for performance mm. as you said it goes hand in hand it's bred in and every every club has the facilities there now or they have it it's very easily accessible there's absolutely no excuse for young lads mm. uh, nutrition online so like Again, I'm thinking back to my minor days and thinking back to like what I was eating, and I, I'd be obviously trying my best to get on a, a minor panel myself. And like, I'm thinking back, how the hell did I expect to get onto a minor panel eating like that? Yeah. But okay, maybe I probably did know better, but it wasn't like I was consuming it on Instagram. Like, if you look through mm-hmm. my Instagram now, it's healthy eating and all that. I'm like, if I had that when I was 18, I'd be a different man altogether. So I think you talked about it there. And when when people listen to like, we're talking about club level here, young Mm -hmm. lads at club level, and we're talking about how much effort they have to put in to make a team. It Mm -hmm. just describes to people where the game has gone now. We said Mm -hmm. senior players, senior panel players are are professional athletes, but like amateur, you know, club level players are at probably the stage where senior players were 20 years ago, where they're training in the gym three, four times a week. As you said, they've got nutrition and then they have their own training and probably doing some ball work on their own. So the whole level of GA has just, in the last 10 years, gone up tenfold. I suppose it's, it's great to see, but at the same time, it um, it puts an awful lot of pressure on people. Because as you said, if you're not doing it, you're behind. You have your own podcast, lad. Um, I do, I do. Give us a bit about that. Wh- Where did that come from? I see, You know, A lot of the guests are GA-related. Is it all about ga and uh, who has been one of your favorite guests, or can you say?
1: Uh, so I actually started off with IG Lives uh, back on Instagram. So I didn't initially start as a podcast. I had all I had this back catalogue of maybe twenty to thirty of these chats with, with players, coaches, and stuff like that. And then it got to the stage where the IG Lives just didn't work, or they weren't your live for five minutes, and the person hasn't joined, and well, yeah. they couldn't join then. So I, I moved on zoom chats then i I'd, up, I'd upload those on instagram and i had about 40 episodes and i was like why don't i just put all these up onto podcast form because i'm doing them anyway mm-hmm. and I, I wasn't calling it a podcast and because I, like, I don't want to be one of those like oh listen to my podcast listen to my podcast but i got to a stage then where people were saying i get a couple of dms like can you not put those somewhere else on podcast or on spotify or something because i can listen to that in, in the gym because i have to open keep, keep instagram open and i was like all right well that makes perfect sense so you can show it on in the car um, so yes it's mostly G. I've got a couple of other um, I suppose kind of maybe fat loss guides people or um, uh, kind of maybe the influencer side of people as well and also just I like just talking to different people of course uh, I had um and like a lad on there uh, Pat uh, from Styling Irish who customizes runners and like I, that's a, 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 another another interest in mine so I was like look he's, he's down and carry look, he's putting he's put loads of good stuff online I'd like, love to get you on because I'm actually interested in the whole concept of it Um, as and I guess it's mostly it's called the inside line so yeah I, uh, I, I thought <laughs> that was good now in fairness uh, so I said it's, it's mainly around GAA and uh, this, I got a good, good, good couple of guests now that this this year, David Nutrition, I think everyone knows his cookbooks and the David Gray Rehab and just giving tips about tra- uh, training. and that. a lot of solo episodes as well where I can elaborate a little bit more on different topics. Um, yeah. As for my favorite guest, um, I, I took loads from from David Gray Rehab in, in terms of uh, about what the body needs and how to prepare and stuff. Like you you take different bits. Like I I wouldn't say I have a favorite guest and I know that's an easy answer. It's an easy cop out. Um, but uh, ones that I find more interesting, other people might, people might want the the crack or people who are the biggest uh, following online and stuff like, like it's, it's hard to say because there's a lot of crossover between different episodes and that. uh, And I try and tend to stay away from if they do their own podcast or if they're making other appearances and podcasts to, um, not asking questions that they've been asked a million times before and especially when you get intercounter players online i used to go and you know put a question box on, on instagram and be like no any questions for x player here and all the questions who's the same best player
0: things.
1: Yeah. same things like i'm not going to ask you who the, who's the hardest trainer and who's the best because you, you have to have been asked that every every single time you're training so i i, t- I, I stopped doing that because i just haven't i just keep it fairly simple and we just we just go off for a chat and wherever we go wherever we go correct um so I, they're all enjoyable. They're all different as well because it might be someone ends up going down a, an avenue that they didn't even think themselves are going to be talking about. I, I, had, a, I had a guy, yeah, man, Rory Crosstery, he's been in the United Academy years ago and he's an online coach. I'm a fat loss coach and, and, and fitness trainer. And we ended up talking about the kit man at the United dressing room. and he was like, I forgot about him and we're going on this spiel about the canteen women and the kit man. He's like, I I did not think I'd be coming on talking about this <laughs> today. I haven't thought about those per- people in years and just kind of different things like that. Um, yeah, some really good, uh, skinny guys, uh, Gary McGowan. Is, uh, I haven't he's, booked uh, in, top man, uh, he's a great, following
0: I'm him brilliant. for a long time. I, he, I think he's great things to talk about.
1: He's very, very deep thinker. So he was a really good, a good chat as well. Um, like there's so, there's so I, get, I I don't think there was a bad one, really. Like there, That's the like, thing, though. I, th- I think yeah.
0: when you have the conversations, if someone says like, someone asked me the last day, why are podcasts such a big thing now? I'm like, because you're in the same space and you're there to talk about whatever it is and you go whatever direction. Yeah, and as you said no matter what person it is you get something from it, if it's only one thing you learn um, you can take that and similar to what you were talking about, your own page if only one person listens to it or if only one person gets one piece of it, like they might take something different than what I take from it because mm-hmm. um, it applies to same in whatever way you're doing something right and then at the end of the day if you don't and say no one listens to it I still got to chat to <laughs> Gary about you know his page and how he built his following and and that's what i'm interested in same as you said with the shoes like
1: yeah yeah, um, yeah.
0: you you can decide and uh, who you have on obviously you want people to listen whatever but at the end of the day it's you i seen you had uh jim flano on and uh ballet harness man keith higgins if you know a serious amount so i'm sure you've gathered a good bit of information that'll probably drive you then again in your own game
1: yeah, absolutely. Like you're, you're taking bits and in, in the likes of social media side of things like Jim Flanner and Protein Bar James Doyle, I did him down in over for the day. And like it's just getting bits and pieces. Like, how can I improve my page? Even if it take a small thing, about. How, Times to post, or how many times a day you put stuff up, and obviously, you want to be engage, engaged as many people as possible and get a, a bigger following to get more eyes in it to give more help. And um, then again, like the likes of, of Keith Higgins, then like you're looking at inter players, players are at the top of their game. What did they do? Uh, is there anything I can improve on? Small little bits so I can improve on, like you're always trying to take something as well. Like, I always. I think it's, it's very easy if you're doing a podcast and interviewing someone, ask the questions that people want to hear because they want to know, you know, who's the fastest and who's the mm-hmm. best and who's the toughest. And the, the lads don't want to talk about that because they've been yeah. asked, but any time they're on the pitch, you know, 20 young lads asking them, oh, what's his name? Or where, you know, can I have your jersey and what gear and stuff like that? But you ask them as if they're a older person. I think people forget that, especially with inter-county players, that like they are people. like Not their mm-hmm. whole life revolves around I know their identity will be playing with the county team, but geez they have more going on to them than just the jersey that they wear on, on a Sunday like so I like to kind of try and <laughs> treat them as such uh, of course. Uh, and that's
0: why people think they have generic answers and that, you know they're nearly it seems like they're trained it's because you're asking them the exact same thing every time and yeah, they're just yeah. rhyming it off you know and they don't seem human.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I can look at there's Obviously, only so much they can say. Like, They're not going to go out and say, look, this is our tactics in training. or <laughs> They're back training next week. Like They can't talk about some I stuff. Actually think I actually think that just... fellow's a bollocks. He's not fast <laughs> at all. <like. laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that especially, I, I get it a lot as well I hear from people that once the Intercounty season finishes, they get bombarded with uh, people request to do videos, podcasts and that. And the last thing they want to do is talk about GAA. They want the time to get away. And people think, oh, just because their season is finished, why don't you get them on? I have I've I've, I've messaged a few times before, and you know, very very polite answer saying no, and he yeah. realises that then it's like look at they have given well the whole to. year hundred percent and people don't understand that people some people are like we'll bombard them bombard them, bombard them. like even it doesn't have to be an player; it could be a fitness coach or you know an influencer or someone with a massive following like you're not the only person to ask them this stuff and like again i'm not talking about myself here i'm talking about people who have the hundreds of thousands of followers or a million followers like well i messaged him and he never got back to him, or he said he wouldn't do my podcast Fuck him. like but look how, <laughs> may, how many other people are asked him to do this or you know, me i want to meet him in the gym he wouldn't say hello to me it's like jesus he, he's in the gym himself working out he doesn't want to you don't know, go around you're... saying hello to everyone in the gym when you go in there yeah like, I know. exactly i don't like i seen with james doyle and he was down at the protein guy guy every break we took in between sets and i'm not exaggerating this every single break we took we were chatting over and back people go and got a picture with him and he was so well managed he's like look up that's fine yeah i'll try to waste them was like, i have no problem getting pictures with you if you ask me but there's times where People and it's so weird that like, people will be behind him staring at him. Like, I can see them, and I'm like, oh, there's a, a lad there behind. He's like, yeah, I know, but I'm not taking a picture of anyone unless they ask me because I don't be a dickhead. Like, oh, do you want a picture of me? And then, be like, oh no, I'm only waiting for the machine. <laughs> so, like, he's he was he was so tuned in and so well, but like, like that. It's like he managed. I'm not sure if I'd be able to manage that. Like, at one stage, it was luckily we were just finishing up, and I, I think it was like 12 lads around him and girls and lads all getting pictures. And he managed it perfectly. He's like, Yep, get you, get you. Do you want this? Do you want that? Yeah, A1, off we go. And then, like, people getting videos I'm saying, Say say, it, Say protein bar. Jeez. And he was like, Look, I'm not, he's like, I'm not a fucking toy. I, I'm not going to say the yeah, line. I'm just just saying, say like... Yeah, so he, he he's a good head in his shoulders, but like, that's the kind of you know, people. Like, I got a couple of DMs in How'd you get him? How'd you get him on board? I was like, because I talked to him online like mm-hmm. a normal person. I commented over and back. We commented on each other's stuff. I messaged him, asked him how he was getting on. I didn't jump down his throat saying, oh, you're coming to my podcast. I'm yeah. going to collect you. Like, it, you have to, you know, approach players, inter players, past players, and people as if they're with, with respect, like a normal person. Like, what, How would you like it if someone just rammed down your throat? Like, oh, you're coming with me. You know, you're coming to my podcast. Why won't you listen to me? It's like, I don't I don't know who you are. <laughs> you're, exactly. you're a stranger. Like, you, you, they don't owe you any, anything. Like, that's and people as if they're, with with respect, like an normal person, like it would how would you like it if someone just rammed down your throat? Like, oh, you're coming with me. You know, you're coming on podcast. Why won't you listen to me? It's like I don't I don't know who you are. <laughs> you're, exactly. you're a stranger. Like you, they don't owe any anything. Like that's
0: like I genuinely appreciate every guest. You know, coming on. You're you're at home. You're just just sitting down and dedicating an hour of your time. Like no, you, no one actually has to do it. It's like you have a big following there, 13 and a half K followers. Like you could easily say, oh, I should fake this. Like someone else, protein bar, whoever, yeah. could just say, you know, fake this fella. I'm only going to be looking at people that have more followers or people that I know. Like, so it's been an absolute pleasure, lads. Um, hopefully, same Ronan's, is it? Same Ronan's you play for? Oh, yeah, that's all. I yeah, yeah, never, yeah, yeah. never even got a shout out. Um, <laughs> hopefully, they'll win a Connacht title soon, lads. Um, but genuinely appreciate the hour and
1: best of luck with everything on the pitch. i'm glad to come on look i've always appreciate Again, ask come on like that it's I, I was at the stage as well where you know i didn't have as big of a following a couple of hundred a couple of thousand followers and you ask people and say no so i'm always trying to you know I, I, get, get happy to come on if i have time i can do it i, I love coming on I love having chats because i just love chatting to people as well and look I, I learn something new or just giving something out there to someone else and uh yeah hopefully we, we'll start off with the, with the county final first we'll win that county <laughs> yeah. first, before we go on when i can't then, uh I appreciate you asking me on and look at uh, best luck now for the year ahead as well. Gentlemen, yes.